Hello, everyone, and welcome to Watch and Walk podcast with Ebenezer. This podcast aims at inspiring you to trust in God and obey His Word every day. Be edified as you listen to this exhortation. Hello, friend. My name is Ebenezer, and I believe God's grace is keeping you well. I trust you've been learning a lot from my dialogue with Miriam. Well, today I'm going to give you the last part of our conversation. In this part, we explore the song that she and her brother Moses led the Israelites to sing, following what we can call the Red Sea Deliverance. And then I also ask her about some of the lessons that we can learn from her life story. Please listen to this final part of our interaction. Now, let me go back um, to the deliverance, to the Red Sea experience and the way God delivered you from that. Now, when God um, delivered you, when you witnessed the great deliverance of the Lord, Scripture says that you all sang to the Lord. And Moses led that some, and um, you also led some. Uh, you took a timbrel and led the women to sing and dance unto the Lord. Can you pull some thoughts or words from that song uh, to tell us about God, the God of Israel, who is also the God of the Christian, um, the God that we serve as, as followers of Christ? Yeah, I mean, it was it was incredible. It was, I mean, from the time I was young, I, I had made, made up songs to sing to the Lord. And this moment was the pinnacle of that gift that the Lord had given me of song and of dance and of using my creative gifts to bring to bring glory to God. And uh, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a song that I I mean, how could I ever forget it? It was it was a a moment of deliverance that I I would sing about for the rest of my life. Um, and I'll I can I can sing you a bit of it um, in mm. Hebrew. I, I'll tell that. you. I would love I'll that. tell you <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what the words mean um I'll sing it first and then I'll tell you what the words mean uh it goes uh, shira la donai ki go ga mi hamohanai ni and it means I will sing to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. Who is like you, O Lord, among the celestials? Who is like you, majestic in holiness? In your love, you lead the people you redeemed. You lead the people you delivered. Praise, praise, praise. And I mean, you can just imagine the people of Israel, the women were going crazy. We had our tambourines, we were shaking them, we were dancing, we were singing because we knew that our lives had been rescued from the grave. I mean, just a second before we had been pursued by the army, the entire army of Egypt with chariots and horses, things that we could not humanly run away from and the lord had clearly stepped in for us the cloud that we had followed in the wilderness of the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night they swooped in as the egyptians were were coming across the dry sea and they confused them they confused this army they blocked the chariot wheels and and turned them 
into into just chaos and then and then of course the sea came down and around them and and covered them in a way that very clearly was none of us the it was not a human thing the lord was was fighting for us just as he told moses he would he he was fighting for us mm. and so what could we what could we do but praise i mean there was a song in, in my heart and so i sang it and the, and the women followed and mm. it was it was yeah. an incredible moment well i think that we can pull that god is mighty god is a warrior god triumphs over those who whose hearts are hardened against him god is the one who who created the universe and so he has the power over it to do things like swallow an entire army in in a sea things that we never could do or even imagine as humans that this god that we worship is worthy of our praise um, because he loves us and redeems us and delivers us and is holy he's he's set apart from us and yet he welcomes us into covenant with him hmm wow i'm learning a lot from your experience and then the song that you even sang unto the Lord. Now, as we round up, let's look at your words of wisdom. First, what would be your word of advice or your message for, let me look at those who, who do not have any relationship with the God of Israel, with the, the, the Christian God. Um, what would be your words or your message to them? I mean, based on what you experienced as a people, as a person, um, with this God, what will be your message to them? And secondly, I mean, when you finish out, you can look at your specific message to those of us who follow Jesus Christ, uh, the same um, God uh, who led you. Yeah, I think that one thing to notice from, from my story is that God is able to work through anyone, um, that God, the Lord is not... Um, limited hmm. by by the things that we think he should be limited by that God was able to work through you know Moses's father-in-law Jethro in the wilderness um, when he or when he was in Midian that that Jethro gave him gave him a place to live um, and even though Jethro was not one of our people was not a Hebrew um, God blessed him through Moses. And um, so when when people are kind and hospitable and welcoming to followers of God, it brings blessing upon them and it helps bring them into an account encounter with the Lord, with the living God. Hmm. And eventually Jethro did come to to realize that Moses is God, that our God, the Lord, that there's no one like him, that he is the God above gods. Hmm. Um, and I think that there's also this very sobering reality that when, when you think you have things figured out and when you think you are more powerful than God and are not willing to listen um, and harden your heart against God as Pharaoh and the Egyptians did, that God will humble you. Um, hmm. And I, I experienced that in my own way. I mean, you know, with my experience with leprosy, it, 
when I thought I knew more than Moses and therefore more than God who had called Moses, I was, I was also humbled. Um, and I think that, that that is a message that we can't walk away from. And even even those who don't necessarily follow God. They will experience still, yeah, the yeah. humbling power of God, right? And um, right. before you continue, the, I, I had this thought one, one, one time that with every human being, um, this is a word to everyone, whether you are a Christian or a non-Christian, that either you humble yourself before God to be humble or God will humble you to be humble. Uh, one of them is humiliating and the other is liberating. Uh, but you have to make a choice. Um, at the end, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. That is the reality. And so humility is key, right? Um, pride, human pride is something that can never stand in the presence of God. Anyway, continue with your words of wisdom. Yeah, so those who do follow God, follow the Lord, I would I would encourage you um, that when God does great things for you, take time to stop, to worship, to worship Him in song and dance and joyous praise. Worship Him with the gifts that He has given you. And don't just do it by yourself. Invite others to worship with you. Invite the community, as I did when I led the women after we had crossed the Red Sea and in this joyous song of praise to the Lord. Um, And I would also, I would say to followers of God, to recognize that your actions and your influence, they, they affect other people. So when you're praising God and leading others to praise God, that's, that's affecting others. But when you're grumbling and complaining or gossiping, that also affects others. Um, As when I led Aaron to also complain against our brother Moses, that didn't just affect me. As I said, it affected Aaron and Moses and then ended up affecting all of Israel because they had to wait for me um, to to move. So Mm. be careful about how your influence is affecting other people and respect those authorities that God puts over you um, because you're not ultimately the one in control. Mm. You're not the one in control. And talking about sin and how it affects people, uh, what you are saying is that sin is not just a personal thing, right? Uh, Sin Mm -hmm. also has a communal dimension. So when you are Mm -hmm. doing something wrong, don't think that it is between you and God. For all you know, it's between you, your family, and your society, and the people around you. And uh, I think when we understand that, we would think about the ripple effect of our sin, uh, of our disobedience, before we even engage in it. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that is that's that's a great um, thought. All right, uh, thank you very much, uh, Miriam, uh, for your time. Thank you for the sacrifice and the words of wisdom and sharing your experiences with us. And I'm sure. Um, that this would help me uh, personally to be follow God faithfully and then help my audience uh, to reflect on how to follow God faithfully uh, using your experiences and your lessons. Um, God bless you for your time. God bless you as well. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Well, I hope my conversation with this fascinating character of the Bible was a blessing to you. And I also hope that thoughts from this discussion would encourage you to be a faithful follower of Jesus Christ. Until we meet again, 
May God equip you with all that you need to trust and obey him. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to Watch and Walk Podcast with Ebenezer. Watch and Walk Podcast comes to you this and every Wednesday. To get notifications of new episodes, please subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Watch and Walk Ministry. Visit us at watchandwalk.org to learn more about this ministry. God bless you.